Podcast Network Asia. And he opened my phone because he could. Of course, how are you not going to when you see like a message and you're curious? And he saw all of our messages, all of the nudes that I've sent, all of the dick pics that he sent. Let's talk about sex. Oh, yes. Love, relationships, and mental health. The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all-time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Doc Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> okay, so here you are. You have emotional feelings in this exclusive, uh, in this open relationship. But in the meantime, both you're, you're not exclusive. You're all, actually also dating different guys yes i happened to be dating some guys around the time that i met yeah. him okay how many are we talking about how many is on your roster um at the time it was two there were two okay. other guys not bad yeah <laughs> and then him but then the, but then one of those two guys i became emotionally invested in but it but then when i met um, but then it was a clear choice to me because I really wanted to be with this guy that I met in Europe and kind of defined my independence. So we made it work. He eventually moved to the U.S. and we agreed to be we agreed to be in an open relationship. So how we did it was it was it was emotionally exclusive, but sexually open. Oh, wow. Okay. So no more falling in love with other guys or getting emotionally attached, but you can be physically involved with a guy. Yes, correct. And you have a set of rules, which I have. And um, do you want to run them down? This is interesting. For those that have never been in an open relationship, the guy actually made the rules. The guy listed the rules and... um. If you want me to read them, I can read them, Wanda. Um, I'll read it because I'll rephrase it. Okay. All right. So the first rule was. Uh, sorry. Uh, so the first the first rule is all about safety. We need to be using condoms with other people, including oral sex, okay. or just don't have oral sex. So, and also we try to think of different scenarios where you know there could be loopholes like. If there's an accident, like a condom splits or something, we need to get tested and get results before we see each other. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, but then if it, if the timeline gets weird and if we, if something happens and then we're already planning to see each other, then we have to tell the other partner that like there was an accident and I need okay. to get tested first before we do anything. Okay. And that is the most important rule. We both emphasized course is sexual I like health. that. I like this guy now. I think I get along yeah. with him because safety yeah. is a must. We're still friends. So. I think a lot of people don't highlight that or that's not a priority in a lot of people's list of I guess rules, whether you're in a relationship per se or in an open relationship is the safety aspect. No one does that. No one says let's get tested before 
or tell me before that something happened. Uh-uh. None of that communication is is happening in this country or the lack of it. If if people do, it's not the majority. And what's the second rule? The second rule is don't ask, don't tell. So <laughs> he doesn't want to find out about any of my encounters at all. If I have to lie, then okay. lie to him. That's what he told me. But if he said that if I ask, he will tell me, he will try to tell me the truth or maybe just say, I don't want to tell you. Um, so it's mostly don't tell. And that was his strong preference is that he doesn't want to know anything. I struggled with that, actually, because I was all about honesty. Um, I was I felt that I needed all the information and like just let me decide what to do with it. But then in practice, I saw the value of just not asking. <laughs> it just like, it was a conflict to me because this, this was someone who I love, right? Um, I couldn't tell him that at the time, but this was someone that I very deeply cared about and we're so close yet. There's this, he has this different life outside of me that I don't know about. And that's weird. Like I should know about that. I thought, I thought I was entitled to that. Um, and I, you know, th that makes me question like, oh, you're, you say you're getting ready to go out with your friends, but are you just lying to me? So I'm always like on, um, I'm always questioning things. And that's why yeah. I felt like the trust issue. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's the second? Yeah. So that was the, rule. the third was we should, we don't sleep with people within our social circle. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't, because I don't want to go over, you know, go fly over to, to his place and we're out with his friends and one of them he slept with and vice versa. Okay. So these are just like close friends. So I'm wondering like how, and how many degrees of separation are we talking about? I guess we didn't get that deep. But no one that you hang out with, like no one, if you are going to get coffee with this person to just like talk, you shouldn't have sex with them. Okay. I think that's the idea. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and the third, sorry, the fourth rule is that we don't sleep with people that we both know of. I guess it's kind of similar to the other rule. It's, I just like you don't want to be running into people when we're traveling to see each other and be meeting people that we have had sex with. Okay. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Number five. Number five is we don't sleep with anyone with whom we have emotional investment. So whether it's friendship, um, someone like an ex, whatever. Again, very fair. No, no one that you know you've had an emotional investment with. Okay. Number six is you don't, with those that you sleep with casually, you don't get emotionally invested in them. And if you feel that investment starts building up, then you have to cut them off. And even before that, like before you even get there, you, you shouldn't let it get to that point, maybe by avoiding doing coupley things like 
going on dates, sleeping over, things like that. So just don't. So it's only sex. No emotional. Yeah. So. Yes. You can only be on the bed. And then if you're off the bed, I don't know you, basically. That's how it is. Oh, I kind of like that. Can I, I want to print this out and make it, put it in my wallet. No, make it into a poster. No. So anyone that you bring in your uh, room will all, yeah, they already know the rules and they're like, okay, so is this how we're going to play the game? <laughs> Sorry to, okay, go to number seven. What's number seven? Um, okay, number seven is when we're, because we're in a long distance relationship, right? So we see each other every few weeks. And so when we're together, like physically together, we follow the we, we follow the customs of a traditional relationship. So we don't sleep around with other people. When I, you know, when he travels to see me, he's not going to go on Tinder and like sleep, hook up with other girls. Um, Example, so. no making out in the club with other people. <laughs> so... Yeah, there was a time, this rule was um, created after a series of experiences together. And this particular rule of no seeing other people while we're physically together was because there was a time that he and I were in a club and I was feeling insecure because he wasn't giving me enough attention and I was insecure about how much he cared about me. I felt like he didn't care about me because that was his attitude. He was like kind of, like a perfect like asshole. Yeah. He was like asshole. Yeah. Um, out on the outside. He's actually a really caring guy, but it took me a while to see his heart. So I was feeling insecure about that. And so when we were out in the club together, I felt like he wasn't giving me enough attention. So mm-hmm. we were with friends. So I broke out of the group and I found a guy <laughs> and I made out with him because I out of I don't know, out of resentment, out of spite. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the the worst part was that after I when I broke out of that makeout, so when that makeout ended, right when I turned my head, my boyfriend was there staring at us. I don't know how long he had been standing there watching us make out, but obviously I was horrified and drunk. So I stormed out of the club. Didn't know what to do. This wasn't my city. I didn't know how to get home to his place. I was just crying. For sure, we were broken up. I was like, this is the end. Um, yeah, that was horrible. So obviously, we made it through that enough for him to create this list of rules and create this particular rule of no making out with other guys while we're together. Um, but yeah. You de- definitely open relationships are not for insecure people. Yeah, I mean we all have, we all have insecurities, but yeah, it's really all about it's communication. Tough. Um, yeah. and and so, what is now present so far? Are are you still with him? Uh, did it end? Uh, yeah, it did. Um. I'm no longer with him. I'm actually okay. in an exclusive relationship. Um, Why did it end? Why did that one end? That I had been feeling 
there were a few things I had been feeling like I wanted to be single. I was really, the relationship was perfect for me. It was, I don't know. It was mind blowing to me how we made things work out. We were just like the best partners. We would, we would, I was so confident we would get through anything because we would have, you know, this was a very experimental kind of format for relationship for young people. Yeah. And here we were communicating through all of that to the best of our abilities. In spite of, you know, some insecurities, we truly did communicate in the best way that we can, you know, because we were long distance. So all we could do is really talk. We would have nights where we would evaluate our relationship. We would do like a SWOT analysis. What are are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? Where can we improve? What's the time that you felt hurt? And how can we, you know, how can we help that? So we were very analytical about a relationship. And I really enjoyed that. Um, But But, but. there was was something inside me that felt like... there was something, not someone, there was something inside me that was like, I, I'm so confused about, I, I felt like my indivi- individuality was being sacrificed a little bit because I was all about the relationship and I, he had all these hobbies and all these things and I didn't know what I was about. And I was like, I don't think I can, it's so hard for me to explore that while in a relationship for some reason was was that if you think about it was that your doing or his doing considering that it was an open relationship he never put restrictions right he never accept those rules those are the only restrictions and and the boundaries that he set so do you think you set those i mean you being able to do other things like hobbies and doing stuff for yourself do you think that was sort of self-imposed without subconsciously you were because it was an open relationship you're doing you were thinking doing acting so much more because it was open instead of as opposed to being exclusive your mind wouldn't be as focused in trying maybe or i I wouldn't know but you you would be able to answer this but um because it was open you had to keep on thinking of, of ways to i guess to keep it going and and making right. sure to not really verify but validate that okay uh, he, we both we both are together we're both in this but it's 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 just an open relationship as opposed to this new one the exclusivity gives you more of emotional security maybe um you'd be able to answer that not right um i'm sure it had to do with it being an open relationship and just the mix of our personalities because i like i said i struggled to like in the beginning i thought he didn't care and then it didn't help that we were in an open relationship but i you know when i got past that we were really committed to each other like we put each other first okay Actually, the next rule was like, if we're starting to feel jealous or insecure, you have to bring it up to the other person without judgment. So I felt really reassured at that point enough to, you know, it's like I asked him, I remember, I remember asking him one time, 
what, what reassures you, you know, we're out there, we're meeting all these people. What reassures you that we'll choose each other? And he said, it was because he's confident that there's no one else out there that is like perfect for him. That sounds cheesy, but at the time we really felt that. And so it wasn't an issue of openness per se. It wasn't that in itself because we were truly committed to each other. I can say now, Um, but I'm sure there were instances that that did not help. I I don't know if that answers your question, but um, I don't know. There, there was, there were a mix of things. I was also seeing other people of course, at the time, and then started developing feelings for another guy. Oh, okay. There we go. So that's, that's also a factor. Right. I think people listening to this, being in an open relationship, when you spark that curiosity to have a, another, whether you have the boundary set, you can't really control how you feel at that moment, at that time. You know, as much as you set rules, boundaries uh, for an open relationship, it may not be you, but it could be another person feeling emotionally uh, invested or, or maybe wanting something more um, than, than just a quick fuck. And as you said, you develop emotions with someone else and it and it and it gets that way especially i would think if you're emotionally invested in someone and their language of love isn't matching yours and it's and this is a long-term relationship and you're like yo and then some guy comes along or some girl comes along and fits that exact mold that you're that your partner isn't expressing which you're longing for and they feel that need. They feel they 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 feel that cup that's lacking uh, of liquid, and you're gonna gravitate towards it. You will. Everyone will. I think at one moment. Uh, for how long? I don't know. It's a sustainable. I wouldn't know. Um, so a guy comes along. Is he a great fuck? That dude. That that's what it was. That's exactly everything you said. Um, the sexual chemistry was just explosive how how is explosive like like um like your eyes were like disappearing yeah like okay okay so toes and in, toes curling like he's all he's all i could think about and we would but that's because of the sex Yes, but, you know, we would also talk and he and I respected each other. And I think we both found each other intelligent. We had intelligent conversations. So I liked him. And if you follow the rules to the T, that's the point where I would be like, hey, I think I'm starting to have feelings. I, this is not going to work out. That's what should have happened. But that's not what I did. Um, I pursued it to a point where I would started sleeping over, started having breakfast, starting it, started going to, you know, go out. 
going on dating. There it goes. There it goes. You got you, yeah. you got the good D. You know when you get vitamin D, and it's the it's the proper milligram. Uh, you know you you and then you start it's, you start doing the breakfast with the vitamin D. That's it. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because That's also my you know. Because you're exchanging, you're you're exchanging energy no matter what. Let's get that right, right? No matter who, how many people, you're exchanging energy. But when you start staying over, that energy becomes something more because you're sleeping in the same bed, you're waking up together, you know, and it's hard to break that consistency if it's really good. Yeah. Um. So okay, so you guys start dating and then you develop feelings all right yeah yeah and it was just he just really wanted me like ex- he was very expressive there you go there's a guy with he an open relationship me. and and which you were okay yeah. with you know you you just entered the country you wanted to figure yourself out but yet two years later okay there's a guy that desires you but you but you're feeling that someone desires you, right? Aside from yeah. the sex, aside from the great sex, fine. But when a person shows and communicates and tells you he wants you and enjoys being with you over and over again, I think that that really goes to show that communication is whether it's 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 genuine or not, it will still get a person, you know. Calling all aspiring podcasters. This is your sign to start your own podcast because I have just the right tool for you. Before I started podcasting, I really thought that everything would be such a hassle, especially the editing. But I found the best and most convenient all-around podcast tool out there, Pod Machine. Yes, Pod Machine will take care of all your podcasting needs from audio production, designs, marketing growth. All you have to do is sit back, relax, and keep creating great content that sounds professional. It's time for you to start sounding like a pro with Pod Machine today. Sign up and get a free episode trial. And once you're convinced of how good it can be like and how it's helped me and us, you can start for as low as only $49.99 for four episodes a month. But wait, there's more. If you use my code SEXYMINDS, you get one free episode credit upon subscribing. Just head on to podmachine.com and let them do the dirty work so you can do the fun stuff and sound like a pro. Yeah. And he, you know, he would text me. He and I would just like text or like, you know, text dirty and talk dirty all the time. And I would like send him nudes all the time because, you know, we're apart and he just really craves me and like says all these things like you know um whatever it is like he can't stop thinking about he just he's just so good with words too yeah things like i don't know like what like yeah pull out your phone what does he say (laughs) yeah (laughs) what does he say uh just talks about like i can't like i keep thinking about your juicy butt or I want to munch on that pussy or 
just nice nice i like that like like i want you to sit on my feet he's just very descriptive yeah and very yeah. animalistic with yeah his that words. turns you on and that you like that yes yeah 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 and that's just all we would do is we would text and so i would go back and see him um yeah is, he, the point is, he, where, a, is he also american or he is yeah okay he, yeah he's also american he's actually also half white and half persian okay that's a coincidence yeah but yeah um i think it's also like he was older he was a little bit older he was the first guy that i felt um we had a kind of a larger age gap relatively it was like 12 years i think um oh that's that's nothing that's not that's no yeah and i'll tell you more about age gaps but at the time i was like i had just gone out of college and so that was like new to me yeah and it didn't feel like i mean it didn't feel like there was a huge age gap but because of the experiences and i had just gone out of college it was this like contrast of you know i'd call him daddy he would say things like come for daddy just and that just like really turned me on at the time what does that turn (laughs) come for me daddy (laughs) well he would yeah he said like he would say things like come for daddy while you know and so that yeah that, that was like a new experience for me but then that was very very it was very hard for me because then I would go to see my boyfriend at the time mm-hmm. and it felt he felt like a stranger and I'd cry because it's like I was so sure of him like what the fuck like I was so sure of him and there he is and I we're having sex and he feels like a hookup and that was just jarring to me and I did not like that and do I think, do you think it's because the new guy was a fresh start sort of and because he had you had now known sort of how this guy is running what kind of software how his mind thinks the two years you kind of could grasp okay this is what i'm just going to get from this guy and and there's something there's something missing. If out of the five things I get from this guy, I only get three as opposed to the next guy. I don't know. He, maybe there's four or five things that you get from him uh, that were missing. So you're getting two extra things from the new guy. And slowly as you are having sex with the new guy and feeling a bit more, you know, um, it, it's, it's something new something more i guess along the pace that you like now because you know that with the with the old guy it's still going to be the same way there's going to be a lack of attention there's the open the openness of the relationship which you're still somewhat navigating through because of the insecurity and and the lack of I guess may, maybe the trust because he said he doesn't tell you everything or you, you think he doesn't tell you everything. Yeah, I think so. I think that's definitely a huge factor because what I got, what I didn't get from my boyfriend at the time, which was just that 
explosive sexual connection. We did have a sexual connection, but not to the extent of this other guy. Yeah. Um, so I got different things from these two people, but also it was, I was having like doubts in my relationship or not doubts. Yeah. I guess insecurities mm-hmm. in my relationship. And so I was also doing that. I, I'm sure I was also like compensating not in the right way um, with this other guy, but also I was also seeing other guys at the time okay. to sort of justify like, you know, this isn't the only guy that I'm seeing. I'm not, I don't have two boyfriends. I'm also seeing other people. Okay. But I would. And how was that for you? How was it juggling? Um, you know, I think you're one of the first guests to actually talk about openly about multiple guys at the same time. How are you able to juggle without, uh, without going crazy in terms of your schedule? How was the time management with that? Um, and yeah. sexually, sexually wise, how do you continue to have the energy um, to be able to perform? Um, and w- what was like the, I guess, the, the time separation from each one was it once a week obviously with with one guy and then the, another week it's a different guy or was it mixed yeah i think the guy that i started having feelings for uh i would see him like twice a week probably okay all right um so that got kind of busy because I think I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. I don't think so. I, it wasn't like the quality of sex. It was just like, I want to justify this. So I'm going to see other guys. I want to be able to say that I've had these experiences. So I'm going to see these guys. And it was just fun being on dating apps and flirting and it, seeing yeah. where it goes. Of course. So um, probably at that time, I, I had my boyfriend. I had that guy that I was having feelings for. And then I would probably within a span of a month, two months, see maybe like three, four other guys. And, and how some was, guys I would, was it all sexual? Would, was it, was it also sexually based? Yeah. Uh, how, how was, yeah. how was the sex different um, mentally for you? How do you, how do you, departmentalize that um because most women here in this country you know i i i don't know if they also have that same kind of setup but what is it like on a mental standpoint uh this guy okay let's check out this guy he's he's great but is he great at sex is he great at eating out or this guy the next guy is okay he's he's fun to be with was there something different for each guy or you just wanted to get a body count of dicks, like you're like. I think so. At the time, there were some guys. I mean, I, I think, in fairness to everyone, including myself, there was respect all around. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't I, think you're gonna just sleep around with just guys off the street, right? Obviously, there's yeah. guys with, with substance. With yeah. Con- they can hold a conversation uh, that are mature enough to to handle a casual encounter. Um, but yeah. for you, when, when girls are listening to this, what's, how is your mindset? And I love it. I love how you're open because 
if guys can fuck around and be called and be idolized, girls should be able to do the same. I don't think we should be shuts, uh, slut shaming any, any woman, you know, I think if guys can do it, girls can do it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt, I guess it did kind of feel empowering. Oh yeah. See, that's what I wanted to get at. That's the thing because most, some women will have, will play the narrative of society where they want to have sex, but then they feel really bad because society would say this and that about them. But with, with you, I think in being in North America and it's sex is just sex. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much everyone does it. Um, I know we're not the States, but we act like we are the States. We dress up, we listen to music that is from the States. We, we talk English and, and we watch movies that are from the States. So we're pretty much more or less really, um, the culture here definitely has a huge effect and we are definitely influenced by the U S or Canada. Um, so you felt empowered. I, I, that is so important for, for the ladies to hear that you had your choice of dick any time of the week and you felt empowered. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. But it also, okay. It's not all rainbows and butterflies though, because you're, you're talking about the U S right. And how it's, you know, people there think a different way about sex. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say, I mean, it's not like the U.S. is the most, it's not at all the most progressive. It's people hook, hook up culture there, right? What they call it is very rampant. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're sexually empowered because, and I can speak from experience because just because you're, you're racking up body count and you say you're hooking up. And so I am liberated. But if you don't feel like you can connect emotionally or if you're using it as a crutch to solve other issues or what, for whatever reason. Validate your worth. Validate yes, your self-worth. Then that's not true sexual empowerment, okay. right? Um, and that is like, like you see the U.S. and yeah, the, like sex sells there. I mean, anywhere, but sex sells, especially there. Mm-hmm. But they're not, but they don't actually talk about like sexuality or sensuality. It's just very avoidant of a lot of things still. So you're saying they are liberated, but not everyone has the sexual capacity to give great sex. The qua- So not everyone is on the same page, even though everyone's liberated, but the quality isn't, isn't always up to par. No. <laughs> correct correct that, no it, it doesn't follow i think um the argument that if you're liberated you're having good sex yeah yeah no right? that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying i'm saying people are liberated but there's a lack of great sex still you know what i mean because because those are two different things just because you're having sex doesn't mean you're great and just because you're you're you've had little experience doesn't mean you're not you can't be great. Correct? Doctor, okay. Right? I see what you're getting at, but I think what I'm trying to say is 
when you are sexually, to me, when you're sexually liberated, it's when you're at peace with your choices because it's, you, you make your choices because you're, you don't feel pressured by any insecurities to do anything. Okay. On the other hand, for example, if you're conservative, sorry, if you're sexually repressed, mm-hmm. then you are not sexually liberated because the only reason that you are not feeling, um, you don't feel empowered by, you know, having sex is because of fear. It's fear based, right? When you're sexually repressed, that's on the other spectrum, like in the Philippines, right? On the other end, the U.S. Opposite naman siya, polar opposite. It's like everyone's having sex, mm-hmm. but you're having sex because shoot, how do I describe this? It's um, it's expected. Yeah, it's expected of them to have sex. It's also already part of um their narrative. Yeah, but the sexual IQ isn't always high. Tama. Right, not everyone. I think all over the world, <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean it's yeah. not. I mean, no, but being it, being it's progressive, a of geography. Yeah, yeah, but being a progressive country like them or like North America. No, no, not, no, no. You know, you know, U.S. is not progressive at all, especially when it comes to sex. No, not now. They are actually turning backwards. I think okay, so, what I mean is like it's be- just because on the surface that you're you look liberal because you're hooking up. It's a lot of times young people there it's not actually a choice of like hey this is how i'm going to express my sexuality it's because that is the culture and that's what everyone's doing and if you don't want to catch feelings for anyone Mm -hmm. you um you're kind of shamed if you're a virgin it's like the opposite you're shamed if you're a virgin so you the the reason that you're having sex is to collect points Okay. That's not true sexual liberation because then you're not oh, yeah. focused on your experience. So you can be, you can have sexual problems if you're both sexually repressed or in hookup culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is that in between there where you're, you can choose either way and you're, you're still coerced by, yeah. you know, all of these pressures. Uh, yeah. Coerced by how a society wants you to the pressure, be. the pressures of society. Yeah. So you see what I mean? Like the, the guys that I meet there, for example, to make it more concrete, it's, you know, I talk about like, I go into a hookup. I say, Hey, I'm in an open relationship. Just to be clear before we meet up, I'm in an open relationship. Are you okay with that? And they're like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's cool. That's cool. I'm chill. And then later on they catch feelings so it's not that they were sexually empowered to hook up with me. They actually weren't because they went into that, you know, being open, be, wanting a relationship, for example. But shoot, I feel like I could be articulating this better. But you see, just because you had sex doesn't mean you're sexually empowered. Just because you chose to have sex doesn't mean that you're sexually empowered, especially if there is like hookup culture and you're avoiding feelings, you're avoiding being a virgin, you don't want to be a virgin, you want to have all these experiences. But you can be sexually empowered and choose not to have feelings, right? You can you can do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. when you say sexually empowered, basically you are in control. Yeah. Yeah. 
of yourself. So whatever you choose, yeah, that's yours. Very so. That's what okay. it is. You're controlling. You're not being controlled. So this guy that you're having feelings with, you end up taking him over your boyfriend, or what? What happened? So we left mm-hmm. off with you have a boyfriend, you have a guy that you're fucking and you're having feelings with, and you have some other guys. So how yeah. does how does this turn out? Hey you, yes you, I'm talking to you. If you like unscripted conversations on heartbreak, listen to Walwal Sesh, the podcast. Ang podcast ng mga sawi. Hosted by Doc Gia. Part of the process of moving on is really accepting that it was or it never, never happened. Was, yeah. Take it one day at a time, no? Surrends. It's something that we need to, in a way, let people know na it's okay to cry. And... Vino. If you're just expecting pero you're not doing anything or something mm-hmm. para malaman ng partner mo kung ano ba yung pangangailangan mo, then walang, walang mangyayari. Available on all major podcast platforms. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Um, so, the relationship is going well. You know, I we're trying to really problem solve and we're really trying to um, address any baggage that that we, he and I have on both our ends. <laughs> then this one time where he goes over, he flies over to me, we're having fun. And um yeah, he, he goes over to me, we're having fun and we go out to a club. We get drunk, we get home to my apartment and my phone was loud i think i had like a lot of notifications and he couldn't sleep i was drunk right i was hammered i was throwing up in the bathroom actually i was really wasn't feeling well so he was trying to he went over to my phone to silence my phone and then he saw a notification on there from that guy that i had was starting to have feelings for and he opened my phone because he could, of course, how are you not going to when you see like a message and you're curious? And he saw all of our messages, all of the nudes that I've sent, all of the dick pics that he sent. Um, he just saw everything. And so when I woke up, he had a face, he was laying next to me. And I'm, I will never forget this because it was actually really painful looking back. Like it's still, I feel it now still. Like he was just, he had a look on his face that something wasn't right. And I was like, I thought it was, he, I thought he was pissed because I got too drunk. Um, and he, I was like, hey, do you want to talk? I was hungover, right? Um, and then he, he kept saying, no, let's, let's sleep a bit more. Let's sleep a bit more. But I kept pushing because I was curious. And he was like, who is this guy? He said this guy's name. And, you know, from then I knew, I mean, I couldn't say anything. He, then he told me that he saw my phone and I mean, I couldn't defend myself. I don't even remember what I said. I, I didn't even try defending myself and I don't, I just cannot forget his face. He just felt. Yeah. Devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you went your um, own way or you guys try to fight through the. Um, we tried to, 
of course we were apart for a while. He flew out and we were, of course we were both hurt. So we were trying to talk things through, but we're trying to process what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we come around and we, we tried to think, I, I think it just came down to him wanting to hear because he's a forgiving person. If you, if it makes sense, but he was, um, I think what he just wanted to hear was, I, I want to be with you and I'll, I want you to move here. Something very, something grand, you know, like he wanted to hear that. Yeah. He wanted wanted to hear words of affirmation. Yeah. And then what did you do? And I, I couldn't give that to him because I was still doubting myself I was like I need help I I have been so conflicted this isn't random um I need to be alone and see a therapist and like sort my feelings out I can't I need to heal right now but then he was like you know maybe maybe you and I could go to therapy together we we thought of that um, so he was very willing and I went over, I flew over to him to try again, we to spend a week, you know, spend a week together and just act like a couple and try to improve the relationship, you know, be more sweet with each other, be, be more intentional with how the relationship you know. is. Yeah. But then I, I still had that feeling. And at the end of that, I just couldn't, and it was very painful we had about two more trips after that. And then after that, he came over to see me again because um, he had to for work. And yeah, when we said goodbye, I was just, I was devastated. I just remember vividly saying goodbye and taking him to the airport. I couldn't understand. I was like, there's this, re- this relationship that to me felt so perfect. And here I am like, and it's not, it didn't work out. It's not, it doesn't perfect. Sometimes actually there's no perfect relationship. It's just learning to accept and, and work with what's not perfect and make it great. Because if it was, if it was perfect, you'd be bored. Trust me. Right. Anything that's perfect, you get bored. Mm. So the imperfections is what keeps some people together if they both work at it. Mm, that's true. I mean, that's how relationships, I mean. And you're, this is from a single guy. Get, this is, yeah, you're talking to a stronger. guy that's been single for so long. And mm-hmm. I've, see, I've heard people say it's a perfect and it's not. The reason why some people stay together is because they choose to be with this person, whether or not. Mm, I mean, that's all, right? You, you choose it. You choose yeah. it every yeah. day. Yeah. So I guess what I want to know, um, because you've shared so much of your sex, I mean, sexual experiences and also your heartaches, your relationship experiences, be from these experiences, if there's one takeaway for you, well, like one lesson you learned, what would that be? I think 
the, the biggest lesson to me really emerged from that relationship. And it was just to be, to be true to myself as in it, it was hard for me to express myself to a lot of my partners in the past because I kept a wall up mm. and a big reason why this, that relationship didn't work out was because I had, you know, I was very limping inside me. I loved him, but I never told him that I did until I dropped him off at the airport when we were broken up. And that was so tragic to me. That was the only time he heard me say that I loved him. That's, that's shitty. No, no, no. To me, well, to me, it was. It was was shitty for her. It was shitty for her. Maybe not for the guy. Yeah, but but I think, I think. She's a little hard on herself because she showed it in different ways. You know, um, sometimes you don't, your language of love is different. And sometimes it takes a person on the other side to see that, you know. Um, and, and And if people were more mindful or conscious about it, you would see how that person displays their 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 love and affection um it in a perfect Mm. world you know yes fine okay but you flew you went to europe (laughs) you know on not once not twice you know i mean several times you took the time to to be in an open relationship in a in a in a world where you never would ever thought of being in an open relationship. You put your your yourself on the line, and that's huge. You 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 totally forgot about that. It's not easy being in an open relationship. Even even though I'm I've been single, but to to for some girl to tell me we're in an open relationship, I think I'd be messed up too. Honestly, I'd rather be just be single. You know. Yeah, that's um, why you're single now. Right, <laughs> but I do know. Shut up. Um, I've been single for the <laughs> for so long. Yeah. <laughs> no, because <But> yeah. <laughs> if you're in an open relationship, it's almost like a double-edged sword. It's it's a double-edged Isn't sword. Everything, though, you know. So oh, okay, everything. But I mean, you would think that in an open relationship, things would be seem easier, but because of our social construct, how we grew up, how we were raised, the influences around us, the people around us. Hindi tayo sa nice open relationship eh. Kahit ako. You know, and th- this is me being single for a very long time, but still, open relationship is still a relationship. And it's open. So, right. kudos, kudos to you. Kudos to your vagina. You know, I usually say you got big balls. You got a big vagina because it takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. forget that. And then, I mean, that's Don't, great. I yeah. think that's, that's, uh, I mean, we can end with that note on that note because I believe that your, your story says a lot of things, but it's about what you learn from that and also how confident you, you become as a person and as a sexual being. Yeah. Yeah. I think she wouldn't have never went through this, Doc. Mm -hmm. She would have never experienced Mm -hmm. this if she was living in a 
in a Filipino household still. If she was living with Tito, Tita, or mom and dad, I don't think she would have experienced the gravity of the freedom uh, uh, that she did. And if she did, it probably wouldn't be now. Baka in her 30s or 40s. Pa nga eh, the mm. But yeah, so now she's here and she shared this with us. Um, uh, I guess we're lucky, yes? And yeah, we're very definitely. honored. But I, before we end this, I want to do um uh, our top 10. Just very, very quickly. Oh, can I ask her before 10? we go into top 10? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So now, are you? do you still have that roster of guys? No. I am intentionally in a... Uh, went into... Okay. Sorry, just to restart that. I, I do not have that roster of guys anymore. I started fresh. I started dating. I felt healthy and healed. And so I am in an exclusive relationship now because I want to just let myself um, really express myself without fear, without all that insecurity. I don't think I was quite mature yet. Okay. So no hookups, nothing so far. No, no. Okay. Yeah. So I, I... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Just top of mind. Couple of minutes. Okay. okay. I just ask you. I just ask you to choose and like um, give you questions. Okay. You can pass if you want. Okay. Okay. First off, do you spit or do you swallow? Swallow. Lights dim on or off? Dim. Favorite position? Cowgirl. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Blowjobs, yes or no? Yes. Are you a moaner or are you a quiet person in bed? I'm a moaner, for sure. Anal, yes or no? Yes, uh, gently. <laughs> gently. Have you ever had threesomes? Yes. Do you like being eaten out? Yes. What's your favorite dirty talk line ever said to you? Come for daddy. <laughs> are you a quickie person or are you an all-nighter kind of person? Quickie, probably. And lastly, what is your fantasy that you still want to happen? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, my gosh. Why is this so much? Uh, just but being tied up, I think. Okay, I hope it happens oh, yeah. sooner or later. Should, there's a girl that does it here. Mm. Okay, she, she do, well, actually does lessons. <laughs> oh wow! Well, maybe not that intricately. Like, yeah, like, you just want you, know? you just wanted to happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a okay. There, I will send you some ropes. What, what's um, it called? Along with shibari. Shibari, yeah. She teaches shibari. Yeah. Um, it's for free also. So I will send you because, you, yeah, you don't want to do it intricately. I'm just going to send you some, um, I did say ropes, but scarves along with lubes from Untrude, uh, Untrude.com. And I will add you on uh, your Instagram later so I can send it to you. Okay. <laughs> Wanda. Oh, yeah, Wanda. Ask, since you're in a monogamous relationship we didn't find out whether it was a male or female he's a guy oh it's a guy yeah. okay yeah. so would you be willing to meet up with a girl 
yeah, I think that's to be talked about with him. We haven't talked about that. But yeah, he is open to a threesome. Not with a guy I asked. <laughs> so not with two guys. Would you be open with another guy if he's if he was okay with it? Yeah. I mean I've done that before. It was fun. Oh wait, you mean like in a threesome? Yeah, another guy, him and another guy and you. Yeah. Okay. In a threesome. Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you, Wanda. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Wanda. That was a two-hour um show. <laughs> that was a two-hour episode. And that's it for this episode of the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Pod Machine. That's right. Don't forget, subscribe, like, and share. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram. Just key in the Sexy Minds on Telegram. Hit us with any questions. We're setting up our, I believe, our um, other platform to monetize. I think it's it's uh, it's uh, going to be set up in the next few weeks. We'll give you more information on that. Uh, in the meantime, we're on Anchor Podcast, Radio Republic, and Spotify. And uh, we'd love to hear from uh, you guys. So please do email us at sexyminds at gmail.com. Leave us a voice message at bit.ly, the Sexy Minds hotline. Sex stories, fantasies, kinks, relationship, or personal issues. We'd love to hear from you. My name is Tony Tony. And this is Doc Rika. And that's it. Thank you so much. Have a sexy week ahead. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast. Make sure to follow the hosts at DJ Tony Tony and at underscore Rika Cruz to get more of their sexy minds. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.